Yo, it's time for the newest episode of Stocks and Bars. And today I got with me one of my big homies, once again from the Empower Empire, breaking it down for you. We're going to talk about the blessings of the pandemic. Sure, pandemic wasn't good for a lot of folks, but there's always a silver lining. So check us out as we talk about how the pandemic has blessed us. Let's go. I got my click ready to use the money they got from jobs and courage and teaching them that it's not so hard. I'm doing this, making investing pop. You law is extra. You tuning in to Stocks and Bars. Yo, the latest episode of Stocks and Bars. I got a return of the big homie. You know, my empower empire, we deep. But I had to get my guy back on here, man. Last time I did a nice little introduction. And this time, I'm still gonna bring him in because this this guy, I can't do enough, man. So, this guy here, without this guy, there would be no stocks and bars, okay? <laughs> Period. This guy here has schooled me on the podcast game. He schooled me on investing so many different times. And we exchange our schoolings <laughs> over time, man. Webmaster, this guy is excellent when it comes to doing anything online. He's my go-to. This is my homie, man, my big homie. Killer Cam, what's going on, man? <laughs> I feel like people should be clapping right now after you said all that. <laughs> That's the whole premise, man. I got to give you your flowers, man. I love you, brother. You just don't know, man. Since you've been in my life, it's, it's awesome. So I appreciate you to the fullest. And welcome back to the show, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, I got to correct you on something, though, man. What's up? You said I taught you about the stock game. I ain't teach you a damn. I ain't teach you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you remember you was trading before me. And so when we started talking basic, about it. I was doing basic stuff, though. I was just doing like mutual funds back. You know, I wasn't <laughs> doing like any real stock. I wasn't doing stocks until I had, uh, we had talked. And um, I remember the first stock you told me to buy. It was uh, General Mills. General Mills, GIS. And I remember I bought it. I bought it at like $38. It went up to like $51, right? And then it went down to like $45. And then I got mad at you. I was like, man, you told me to keep this. <laughs> and then you was like, what are you mad at? You made money. Like, I, I had sold it. It's like, you made money. What are you mad for? <laughs> Happens all the time, man. <laughs> all the time one of the things that a lot of people go into when it comes to the market is what they miss out on it's like yeah right you once i got past that man like not caring about what i missed you know everything went smooth because you ain't gonna you ain't gonna sell at the absolute top nah. and you ain't gonna buy at the absolute bottom it's absolutely impossible actually to sell at yeah. the absolute, I mean, to sell at the absolute top because over time it always goes up right so you That's just got to pick the time that you want to take your money. Right. Right. Yeah, we're we going to come back to that one. So this episode, we're going to talk about the blessings of the pandemic. The pandemic was sad. Yes, there were some lives lost and all that. And that's the somber part, of, part about it. There's always a silver lining when it comes to anything. And the pandemic is no exception. 
the pandemic has brought to us the greatest hits, such as stay at home, <laughs> the internet, <laughs> making your own job. The pandemic has done some great for us, and we need to recognize this. It's actually sped up the timeline for what needed to happen because a lot of people were just going to work, burned out, doing just a regular ho-hum, and then all of a sudden, everything comes to a crashing halt. And within one month, everybody had to make an adjustment super fast. Yeah, and surprisingly, yeah. we did it. With no problem, which hints that it could have been done a long time ago. We could have always been in this situation when the Internet has been here since when, like late 99. <laughs> then we got the developments with technology. And I'll be willing to bet you that we could have been remote or anything like that. Basically, since 2010. What you think? Man, we could have been remote before that. I remember I remember when I was in college, my aunt had like a old Windows computer. Like I was like the go-to guy in the family if somebody had an issue. Yeah. <laughs> and so my aunt, she lived in Cincinnati. She had so many issues that I went to Cincinnati one time and I put um oh my God, it was a I forgot the name of the company, but it's like a remote desktop kind of thing. Yeah, where they log in was like, Yeah, this was like 2003. And she called me one day and was like, you know, my computer doing this. And I'm like, all right. And I just, from my house, I would just, you know, I'm I'm four hours away. I just log in on her computer and I, I fix it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the technology was there. The, the, the mindset and the thinking of business owners were not there. Yeah. They didn't look that far advanced in look, the future. They look, you, to me, you didn't really have to look that far, though. All you had to do was just see the use case. Yeah. Right? Or not really use case, but just see how people are using it. You know, if you think about, you know, we had Skype back then. We had, I remember, yeah. AOL, Instant Messenger. All this stuff had, you know, the same type of communication, you know, portals as we have now. You know, businesses using, like, Microsoft uh, Office, or not Office, but Microsoft um like cloud stuff, like teams for messaging yeah. and stuff. You could have easily use something else for messaging back then and, and done the same thing. They could have just used the Blackberry because that was popping back then. <laughs> <laughs> or a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're saying we could have been there a long time ago. Yeah, because in the United States, the internet speed from the early 2000s to now, it really hasn't. No, it hasn't changed. It hasn't much. done anything. I mean, mm -hmm. you, there there's some areas like super big cities, you, Cali, New York, that might have like fiber yeah. in residential areas. But for the most part, everybody's been running cable, you know, like, you know, 20 to 50 megabytes yeah. cable since the early 2000s. That's a fact. I didn't think about it from that perspective. I thought about it just from the outlook where people just didn't take advantage of looking at it like, I don't need to be here. <laughs> I, I could just log in and, and do this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so the blessings of the pandemic. One thing that I think the pandemic did for all of us is realize the value of time. Since everyone's had a chance to stay home and stay with their families and, and their friends and everything, 
everyone realized that, yo, this is this is actually pretty nice, you know, to get that reset. Cause we were always in that grind mode of just going straight to work and then coming home and then just doing that cycle, repeating it every single day. And then we would wish for the weekend. So we just automatically just threw away five days of the week to look forward to two. Now we get to stay home. You get to enjoy both parts where you get to be comfortable and be happy at home. And you still get to do your business that you got to do at home and be there at moments that you never had before. So now we're in this part where you got people who have gotten used to that and said, I'm not going back. (laughs) I ain't doing that again. And you got employers out there saying, oh, people don't want to work. They don't want to do this. They they stay at home. They getting, you know, money from the government. They they don't want them. It's like, oh no, no. When it comes to a budget, everybody needs to realize that there is no growth in it, really. It just shifts where that money went. So that pot where all that money used to go has switched to somewhere else. Now we've got people doing Instacart, you know. Grubhub, like DoorDash, like you're doing Uber. There's all sorts of things now where people can just go ahead and make their own income at their own time and live, still have the lifestyle that they had and wanted without the pressures of having to clock in, be under pressure by somebody else above you telling you, you got to have this done and all that. Dead. Beautiful. The internet is here, baby. Let's give that a round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) The internet at its best, man. It is creating jobs and we need to respect that. So we already talked about, you know, the blessings of the pandemic there. And now we're talking about the employers here. So for a guy or woman who is doing their own thing, making their own jobs. All right. And then we have this, this, job market out there that's saying yo there's nobody who wants to work which is a false narrative they haven't adjusted to what the market is telling them what they need to adjust to so on that what do you think employers are going to do to have to attract people to come back to work um they're gonna have to switch to like a hybrid system to Mm. let people work from home two or three days a week and be in the office you know, two or three days a week, something like that. That's yeah. at, at the very least what they're going to have to do. And I actually think it's in their benefit if they did do something like that because <clears throat> you save on uh, the company, you know, saves on electricity. Well, they just save on different utilities because yeah. people aren't, everybody isn't there just sucking up all the energy and stuff like right. that. So, um, I mean, that's just, I'm not diving too deep into everything that would make them that would benefit them. But from a financial standpoint, you know, basically bills would go down um, as long as you're not u- losing production. Now, <clears throat> I don't know this for a fact, but I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that companies there was a study done about about people working from home during the pandemic and employers found that their employees were just as productive 
or right. most of the time, even more productive at home because they almost, the employees almost trick themselves. To working more. To working more because yeah. you're at home. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, right. yeah, you you waiting to get off at five, but, you know, you looking up at the clock at three, you at home. You know, you want to go get some popcorn, you go pop some popcorn. You know, it's yeah. not it's not the same as being in the office. So it doesn't feel 100 percent like you're working. People are still working, but they don't feel like they're working. So right. five o'clock roll around. They don't you know, they don't care. They, they got a TV on and they can work at the same time. So they may be working till seven. Right. <laughs> they know all of a sudden putting in like about 50 hours a week. <laughs> don't even feel like it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think employers need to adapt, man. They made the adaptation super fast, you know, two years ago, almost. They need to do that super fast again. If they want people to come back to these entry level jobs, they need to realize, like you're talking about, make it hybrid for some of the gigs. You know, some of the places require you to be there. You know, if you're a factory guy, you're not going to be able to do remote. That's you know, right. Or like, happen. you know, nurse, doctor, something yeah. like that, you know, anything that requires hands on, you, you're going to have to be there. Right. But a lot of these jobs that are entry level, you know, are daddy entry, stuff like that. You don't need to be there. It, it, not at all. So they need to adjust that. But on top of that, let's talk about this money killer. Yeah. I've, I've seen Taco Bell. Talking about $20 an hour, $25 an hour, <laughs> right? We didn't see McDonald's talk about $13, $14 an hour. Don't even forget, man, I'll ride by McDonald's and it'll say, you know, signing bonus. Like you in the NFL <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like they're giving people signing, but it'd be, I mean, it would be like five, $600, but yo, you weren't getting that before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they they like, yo, get a signing bonus. I'm I'm over here thinking I'm Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's real out here, man. These entry level jobs, they are fighting to get people to get in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that those jobs right there, like in the fat in the food industry, um, it's about time. I don't agree with like forcing a $15 minimum wage because the market will do that. And the market basically did it. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they, they had even though minimum wage is, you know, we in Ohio, I, I forgot what it is like $7 or something like that. They're not going to get anyone for that. So they have to raise it to right. 15, you know what I'm saying? 15, 20, and then they can, they can get some people that way. I think, something radical is going to have to happen. They're going to have to make it like at least 20 to people to make people sniff coming back because that 13 that McDonald's talking about that ain't going to happen, man. Yeah, Could, yeah. I mean, I look at this in the literal terms, right? One hour of your life. Okay. They're going to give you a $10 bill and three ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I look at it. One hour equals ten dollar bill and three ones. Hey, they and might then, they, they might do a stock split though and give you 
13 ones. Yeah. You got more bills. <laughs> <Get> more. <laughs> Make them feel better. <laughs> Ooh, this looks good. <laughs> Realistically, man, that's how I break things break things down a lot of times because it just makes it makes it very simple in order to look at it that way. But on top of that, that 13, right? You're getting taxed. So it's 13. And Uncle Sam says, hey, I see you got 13 over there. What's up with that, too? Like, (laughs) (laughs) give me that. Now you got 11, right? That's for one hour of your life, right? And then you only have uh, 24 hours of your life. Then you dedicate out of that 24, eight to this place. Then you're supposed to sleep eight. So that's 16. So that's eight left. What's up? We got to get that money back, right? Right, right. <laughs> you got to increase that. That's why you invest. <laughs> Investing is simply an exchange of your money for your future time. People got to know this, man. You're putting in money now in order to gain back time on the back end of your life. So investing is important for that reason, period. Like, Killer, we've been doing this for literally, when I think about this, this is like, is this like year 20? Man. Uh... 2002 would have been that. Me and you, I mean, we knew each other since college. Right. So was that 02? Or 03? We can say 02. We can say 20. Yeah. It's close yeah. enough. Yeah, that's, that's that's 20. Then we started rocking on a increase tip like 06, 07, something like that. Well, I might, I might be putting a little bit more age on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we put the website together in 2015. Yeah, yeah. But we were, you know, we were doing chatting it about that. stocks yeah. and all that stuff, you know, before then. Meeting up at uh Bars and Nobles, you're showing me some chart reads. <laughs> yeah, man, the good old days. Bars and Noble, are they still open? Bars and Noble is still open. They People still have a do... stock. I don't think they got the stock anymore. Okay. Amazon probably killed that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like go private. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want those problems. Yeah. So me and you have dealt with a handful, not a handful. We've dealt with a lot of people who's been in the game, starting investing, asking us questions and all that. So big question I got for you. Big homie, what do you think is the biggest mistake that beginning investors make? Thinking they're going to get rich. Like, Mm. you know, hey, I'm about to buy. I got, you know, $500. You know, I'm trying to flip this 500. 500, right. You know, I'm trying to flip this 500 into 200,000. You know, so, hey, hey, we all been there, man. Right. I, I, you know, that's me. That's I got me. 500. Oh, I could either buy Apple. I can get one share of Apple. Or I could get 10,000 shares of this weed stock. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep. And the 10,000 shares... Sounds a lot better because they don't understand, you know, all the basics of stocks like market cap and shares outstanding and, you know, saying stuff like that. They just looking at, okay, I got 10,000 shares. And then, you know, maybe the stock is like two cents. It's like, all I need to do is for this to go up to a dollar. 
Yeah. All I need to do yep. is for it to go up yep. a dollar, but it's never, it's not going to get there because, uh, you know, it's not worth, if it went up to a dollar, it'd be worth like a trillion dollars. You right. know what I'm saying? It's it not is. worth it. That's that. not worth it. Right. Right. Man, I'd say the biggest mistake is I, I agree with you. Patience. That is one thing that I didn't have in the beginning. And I had to learn over time is to be patient. And then I'm going to, I'm going to say patience slash market, not market. Let me say this, right. It's going to be patient. And then I'm going to say on top of that, managing your account, you mm-hmm. got to understand how to manage your account because you can blow your stuff up with bad trades <laughs> right? <laughs> super right. fast. Like that 500 you talking about, and then you say, I'm going to put 100% of that 500 in there. And you're going to cross your fingers that that comes back to you to that 200,000 mark that you yeah. wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you cross your fingers that it, in three days, it go from two cent to a dollar. <laughs> and on top of that, this is like three, right? I'm going to have to give you your share to get three in, right? Is <laughs> not selling when something's killing you there's a lot of times when your emotion gets involved and this still happens to me to this day right but now i've gotten smarter about it because i know that if something is going against me i've already wagered what i'm willing to lose so that's why that risk management comes into play but anyway something starts to knife against you and you just say oh it'll come back it'll come back it can't go any lower Right, yeah. <laughs> if it got a price, it can go lower. If it still has a price, it can yep. go lower. Like, dog, there's a such number as zero. <laughs> you gotta respect zero. <laughs> it's a real number. So you you say the uh, patience along with it too. Any other ones you think is a big mistake? Um Not really wanting to put the time in to learn a little bit more about it is a big mistake. So just like throwing money in and then, you know, it's good to start. But, you know, if you never take the time to learn about like, you know, how market cap affects stock or shares outstanding affects the price, sometimes you're going to miss out on opportunities or somebody will give you an opportunity Mm. and you look at it like, man, I ain't buying Amazon for a thousand. I got that. I ain't buying yeah. a thousand dollars mm-hmm. for Amazon when I can buy Microsoft for forty dollars. Well, my, they bought the same market cap. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they worth about the same. They're not now. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? It, for an example, so you miss out on different opportunities because of your lack of knowledge, but you don't even want to learn anymore. You know, you just fine with, you know, just just putting some money in here and there. And it's not really like a huge mistake. But if you look back at the money that you could have made, you know. Yeah, it, it was, it, you know, it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's another form of FOMO, man. Yeah, 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 man. That's that's another one, too. When people like you talked about earlier when you sold and you actually made money and then 
people go back in and look at that stock and then they say, oh, it went all the way up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it go. Let right. It go. You got it's it's always gonna it's gonna go yeah. up. It don't matter. You know, it's, it's gonna go up. Did you did you gain or lose? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's like I'll see people online like they'll you know try to get people to invest to do their forex stuff and all that other stuff yeah. you know they're like man come over here so we can show you how to invest the right way uh-huh. like there's only there's only <laughs> one right way and one wrong way to invest the right way is when you make money money yeah the wrong way is when you lose lose money that's yep. it. <laughs> that's it all sorts of ways to get to that path but as long as you're making money right exactly you're doing you better than a lot of people you could buy there's I know, you know, we always clown Sears and Radio Shack a lot, right? Yeah. But up until they went, it it could have been the day before they actually went bankrupt or the day before they took the stock off, right? The stock market. You could have still made money on it. Yeah. You could still, if you caught it at, you know, you look at that one minute chart, you're like, okay, I'm about to buy it at, about to buy Radio Shack at 50 cent. Now that's a terrible investment. But if you sell it at 55 cent, hey, you, you invested the right yeah. way. You got 10%, right? Yeah, you, <laughs> you invested the right way. <laughs> or you could quote unquote invest the right way and buy, you know, Apple. Apple's super stable, but right. it's, it's not immune to going down. You could buy Apple at 170 and then, you know, something happens and, you know, they go down to 150 and you panic sell. Well, you invested the wrong way, yeah. but you invested in excellent stock the wrong right. way. You know what I'm saying? Versus you invested in some trash the right way. And all <laughs> and the right the right way is just making money. The wrong way is just losing. That's it. There are plenty of avenues. There's penny stocks, like you mentioned, Forex, there's crypto. There's right. a lot of ways that you can get this money in the market. Just make sure that you spend some time. Don't just throw it blindly at it. Of course, get involved. But make sure that when you do get involved, that you actually try to add some time into it so you get better. Because you can make pretty decent money in this market, especially right now where it's, it's going up and down. This is a trader's market right now. Yeah, This is not the one for the investor because you're going to be picking up at some high prices right now. I think things are going to eventually settle down. But right now as a trader, this is that. Okay, it's up here. Buying puts over here, getting calls, <laughs> or like you doing, shorten, you know, all sure. of that. So yeah, I, I kind of like I kind of like shorten better than put options because I don't have time against me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's and I can get in. I can short a little bit, and then if it go up, so I can short again. I'm not paying extra fees. You know, on Ameritrade, you still got to pay option yeah. fees and stuff. Um, and plus, like I said, the best thing about it is no time factor. The bad thing, excuse me, the bad thing about it is um, you can't short anything. You yeah. can only short what the brokerage has or allows right. you to short. You know, so I was shorting Peloton when it was at 40 and I had got out of it a couple times. And the ultimate time I got out of it was when it went down to like 24, 23 in like that one day. Then it went back up towards 30. I wanted to short it again. Well, it wouldn't let. There wasn't enough shares out there. There wasn't no shares out there to short. So (laughs) I I lost out on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess it's good that I didn't, that they don't have shares because, you know, 
Amazon, the thing with Amazon just happened. And, you know, Amazon's talking about buying them. And the stock after hours um, Friday went, up. went from 24 to like 32. You know what I'm saying? So that's the Hail Mary. Somebody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shot the <that> half court. <laughs> Amazon's coming in. Woo. <laughs> Amazon, but I don't think I, I think that you know not to stay on the subject, but I don't think Peloton helps Amazon at all. But nah. I but I'm also a Peloton hater. I'll tell you, I'll tell you all that. You know, Man. I hate I don't like Peloton. I don't like any exercise equipment company. Period. Mm-hmm. And I can say that because you can drive through any neighborhood. You're going to find a treadmill on the curb. You're going to find big paperweights. That's what I look at them as. So it yeah. doesn't matter. No matter who it is, they going out. Nordic track, done. <laughs> Everything. And that's uh, exercise equipment. Bowflex. It's on, Bowflex. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the curb. Or Man, you put, You're taking me back to like watching. Watching TV at like four in the morning, <laughs> seeing those commercials come on and stuff. I'm saying, like, this is the cycle, right? It yeah. gets hot for a little bit, then it it fizzles right out because people don't exercise, man. That's not a natural thing that they do. So they'll do it for a little bit, two weeks max. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it sits there, and then they realize that they need that space back. They put it on. Whatever, whatever site they can sell it on, they don't sell out, out to the, the curb. It goes, yep, <laughs> it's gone. So, speaking of out in the trash, right? We got a couple of stocks that's going down. This is a new part of things where I'm going to continue to do this every single episode. The stock versus, you know, me and okay. Steph was on here last time and we did a few. So, the big homies on here, man, and we got to make sure that we do the same thing. All right. I, I like I like the stock versus. Yeah, like stock that. versus. So we're going to do it this way this time. Last time we did it as, you know, which one you would pick. Now we're looking at it as you're building a portfolio and you've got to pick some of these stocks. All right. So mm-hmm. the first one I got for you. All right. We build one. You got to pick between Amazon or Google. Which one you going with? I'm going with Amazon. Okay. It, it's not, it's, I, you know, I was about to say, oh, easy, Amazon. It, it's, I guess it's not really easy, but Amazon just has more potential for the future. It, it's kind of like, um, if we want to take it to music, you know, East Coast had rap locked down like late 80s, you know what I'm saying? But then yeah. toward the mid 90s, the South came through and they never gave it up. South still got it. And I, that's how I feel like Amazon's the South. They ain't giving it up. You know, if they're going to do everything in their power, they're going to keep innovating. They're not going to be out here like Sears, JCPenney, or whatever, and just be a retailer. They're going to keep innovating. Peloton, I don't like the deal, but they they getting into a new space. They're going to keep doing it. Google's right. good. Ain't nothing wrong with Google, but it was just, if it were me, I had to pick out of those two. I think Amazon wins. All right. All right. All right. I think I'm going with Google on this one. (laughs) Only reason why I'm going with Google on this one is because the Internet is going to continue to grow and they are the clear leaders as far as search engine, whatever the Internet is. You go to Google first and it's going to 
track all your information and all that stuff and everything is going to continue to grow for advertisers that's the space that is going to make it very easy for people to go so hold on man i gotta i gotta gotta argue now man okay let's do it let's do it (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think i think that google's vulnerable okay vulnerable to what you just said think about Snapchat, Facebook, these guys reporting earnings, even though Snapchat reported good earnings, but they getting hit by this privacy thing that that Apple's doing on the phones. That's going to become a law. I don't know when, but it is. And when it does, Google's going to fall victim to that. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. They could be subject to some type of new type of laws. Because everybody, one thing about the pandemic too, everybody's like aware now of where their information is going who's tracking me you know what i'm saying stuff like that hey i'm on facebook a lot hey i just talked about um a birthday cake now i'm seeing a bunch of ads for birthday cake never (laughs) googled it you know what i'm saying so (laughs) so i think people are, are are starting to catch on to that Apple led the way with what they did with privacy, but I think that that's going to become a, a law and you're not, they're not going to be able to track people like they're tracking them now, which will make it bad for advertisers, which will make them lose money. Okay. So on that side, let me give you a rebuttal, right? Okay. okay. All right. So you Apple users are way behind because Google has been doing that. I have my Nexus. I was able to do it. And now I got the pixel I've been able to do this for years, dog. Okay. <laughs> Be able to turn that information off. So that technology has been here and I myself have turned it off. So I don't so why think have it's... it. Well, then why have it that effect? If it was there for so many years, if it's working the same way that Apple's working, why haven't these social media companies been being hit why is it so big of a hit now because of apple if google's been doing it for so long i have no idea i don't know besides that they may have a different user base other than what android users have been doing do you but, figure you can split i like iphone you like android but you can yeah. actually split it without doing any research 50 percent yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, let's just two. split fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just split fifty fifty. It's not, but let's just do it. Um, fifty percent is still a lot. So fifty percent years ago were was dragging down Facebook and all these other guys' advertisers. That would have been seen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That I don't. I feel I don't know for sure, but I think I don't think Google's doing the exact same thing that 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 apple is google google's not stupid no they (laughs) they may say that they're doing that but they they there's nothing stopping them from still tracking it somewhere in a different way you know yeah yeah they they giving you the button like yeah we turning this off but that's feeding it over here (laughs) still watching (laughs) (laughs) all right all right, so we're going to see, man, if that ends up happening. I think you're right, though, because overseas, something like that has happened before. GDPR. As as, that's what yep. it's called. GDPR. California got one called, uh, only California. Uh, it's called, um, I don't, I forgot, EULA. I, I forgot what, I don't know what it is, but California has something very similar to GDPR. Um, and I think that the United States is looking to adopt that as the standard 
but mm. I don't think California and New York, they are like ahead of everyone else when it comes to like ideas and yeah. technology and stuff Implement like that. laws. Right. So, so don't be surprised if you know this doesn't happen until like 2035 or something <laughs> like that but it's being it's being talked about and if it if it does happen i think that that's where google's downfall they ain't gonna google gonna be here period right right but that's how i think that amazon in this case amazon separates itself from google all right that was a good one all right let's move <laughs> on to the next one here all right all right Build your portfolio you got amazon right now right yep. okay we're going to the big dogs all right how are you, you, know you going to go any bigger than Amazon and Google? <laughs> oh, check it. Okay. Apple or Microsoft? I'm going, uh, man. Okay. I was about to say this is easy again, but it's not. <laughs> I'm going to go with Apple, but okay. I do want to say I missed out on Microsoft because of emotion and I'm a, I'm a hater. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't like Microsoft products and I didn't like the Microsoft phone and stuff like that. So I never messed with it. And when Microsoft, Microsoft was at like 30 bucks or something, just like mm -hmm. I don't have to chart in front of me, but like two, three years ago. And I'm like, man, I ain't buying, I ain't buying Microsoft. I, buy I didn't, I didn't know, or I didn't care to research to know that they in the cloud, they doing, they doing mm -hmm. so much other stuff. Um, and I missed that, but I still don't really like Microsoft products, so I got to roll with Apple. Okay, I'm I'm along with you here. I'm going with Apple, right? <laughs> Chart wise, just makes 100% sense. Yeah. Now Microsoft did ball out, like you mentioned, right? It was something that I also didn't pay attention to, mm -hmm. but I mean, it is everywhere that you want to be. Apple is there. And it's continuously being a leader. So I got to pick Apple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah All right. Apple. Last one. All right. I've been the proponent to tell anybody who wants to get invested in stocks when it came to getting involved, simply buy the chip makers because everything that's internet or technology is going to need a chip just by the chip makers. And that has worked out just well. So you got to put one into your portfolio. We got NVIDIA or Intel. Which one you got? Oh, NVIDIA all the okay. way. Because <laughs> um, NVIDIA, I now I had said on, on my podcast that I didn't really like NVIDIA towards a trillion. I don't believe that they're a trillion. And around 220 is where you should grab. And, you know, we um, I grabbed some 224. Um, I do like it around that level up to about 300 something like that 350 but i don't really like it about eight you know eight hundred dollars is ridiculous <laughs> but uh, you know <laughs> but i like nvidia better because gaming is big it's about to be big and people aren't going to be you need nvidia to make these like you know gaming things run smooth like this yeah. hardware run smooth intel has already proved that you don't companies don't need them. Look at Apple. They made their own chip. They cut yeah. Intel out. You know what I'm saying? Um Tesla, I think Tesla, I think Tesla probably like end that. up making their own chip, but right now yeah. they use NVIDIA. 
You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, most if if you're doing some some complicated graphics stuff, you're gonna do Nvidia. You know, AMD's okay. out, Intel's out. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's all. I think it's Nvidia. And only, I guess the only reason why I really say that is because, to sum it all up, uh, the companies can phase out Intel and AMD. I don't think they can phase out. Nvidia. Nvidia. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm siding with you. I got Nvidia on this. We build a portfolio very similar. <laughs> we got Nvidia, man. They have been the leaders in that space, and people are going to continue to go to them. And like you said, they need them. Yeah. And then these yeah. other chip makers, you can knock them off pretty easily. Right. Exactly. Now, one thing we're going to have to do: we made a mistake with Microsoft and not paying attention to them. Chip makers obviously have resources where they can start to go into that space that NVIDIA is in. So you're right. Let's make sure that we keep an active eye that if any of these guys are going to start to go into there, can they compete is the question. Can they make a quality product that's going to be competing with NVIDIA to the level where it's going to take some market share from them and let them grow? So let's keep that one in mind there. So that's it. Another podcast with the big homie, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate you. I love your brother. Every time we get a chance to build, man, it's beautiful because we talk the same language. <laughs> talk that money. Me and Killer, every time we get together, it's like, I can't talk unless it's about this money, man. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we used to just call each other laughing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> call, you answer the phone, we just laugh. Just laughing. Hang just up. Hit a lick. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't got it. We didn't got it some options play for earnings and it yep. didn't hit. Yep. And we just call and laugh <laughs> and hang up. That's all. We just laughing and hang up. <laughs> Beautiful symmetry, man. We love building, man. And that's why me and Killer have been, you know, on the same team for years. If it's about getting better, we talking. And that's why we on this podcast right now. We're gonna help you get better. Make sure you go to my big homie's website, man. Marathon Money Plus. He's got you. You sign up, you get access to the podcast. They give you all the information for the picks that they're making. And then on the website, they're doing something new. Where they're building a portfolio right in front of your face. Yeah, yeah. you can get on there and you, you see can, all the access. I, I think it's important to mention that with that portfolio, we're just using like normal people money. So yeah. you know, we bought in video, but we only bought like uh, I think it was two shares. Right? Yeah, we bought one share of Z scale. You know, because most people, with the average person when they invest, they only invest in like five, five hundred to a thousand max at yeah. a time you know it might be like once a month something like that so people ain't out here warm buffeting it right buying ten thousand right. shares of nvidia you know what I'm saying? we do we doing normal stuff spending 300 300 500 thousand dollars max per trade this is real life right this is to let you know that you can do this you do not need a boatload of money in order to get involved we've mentioned multiple times how technology has wiped that out to where it used to be in order to get in the game you need at least two stacks in order to get in that is completely gone you can literally go to a robin hood go to whatever and you can open up your account with nothing fund it later <laughs> you can have it just open waiting for you to plug it in with some dough and then you can take off from there 
So hit up the website. Make sure you do that, man. Marathon Money Plus. And then they got the free podcast, Marathon Money, where you can check that out every single week, too. So that's my big homie. Always making moves, man. And like I said, without him, no stocks and bars, man. So it's only right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we're going to get into these bars, and we check y'all next week. Peace. Uh. Me and Killers used to meet up at that Barnes & Noble. That's my fam when all we had was my bars and cartoons. And now our names got written in the stars. I told you how I count, spent through hell and back and got the scars to show you. We were certain we would blow. We was far from hopeful. Teamed up and formed wind priest, now we our own crew. I used to rap about my guns, but now I'm armed with vocals. I attract cash and avoid any stocks that don't move. When you invest and know you gotta let your winners win. You eliminate your ifs, all you know then is win. Treat your money like like the Ten Commandments, it's a sin to spend. Follow protocol, you separate from the beginners then. Uh, uh, to the stock market, we some menace men. Uh, we come correct, you know exactly what the business is. About to make my meals off the game, make my meals off the train, put my name in the book of Guinness then. I track cash. I track cash. I track cash. I track, track cash and avoid any stocks that don't move. Stop.